Hi guys, welcome to the Mamahood Podcast. Um, I'm Tenji, your host, and today I've got a special guest. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Oh my God, trying to get you to do this episode with me has been so long. I know. I'm here now. Finally, um, are you okay to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi guys. My name is Christabel. And I, what am I going to say? I'm an aspiring makeup artist. And I'm currently a mental health support worker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And how many children do you have? I have given birth to three children. A boy who mm-hmm. is currently nine. And a set of twins, uh, they're six. Damn, you don't even look like I know, you've right? had three babies. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah. but hey, yeah, you thank God, you still look good, eh? Um, today we are going to be talking, um, all things motherhood as mm-hmm. we always do, but most importantly, I am going to, well, we are going to be talking about, um, losing children to, to the system. Mm-hmm. If this is triggering for anyone, um, I would suggest that you don't listen to this episode. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought it would be important to like kind of share your story with people, which you accepted when I asked. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like you said, you've got three kids, right? Yeah. Um, tell me about your motherhood story so far. Um, I gave birth. Well, I first gave birth in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, well, like I say, Theo is now six. No, then, Theo is nine, right? Sorry, nine. <laughs> what, what, what? Theo is now nine. It's the twins that are six. And then in 2014, I then uh, gave birth to twins who are now six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you were with Theo's dad. dad yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you had the twins, like, what, did you still have Theo with you? Were you living with Theo? When, yeah, when I had the twins, I was still with Theo. Yeah. Okay. I was, yeah. All right then. So can you give us a little backstory how Theo ended up with his dad? And okay. Then... So uh, basically, when I broke up from Theo's dad, I, a few months later, I then um, met up with. Um, another guy. Okay. Um. Uh, we got into that relationship, and then the relationship was a very toxic relationship, mm-hmm. a very um violent rela- relationship. So because of that, um, the at the time Theo was with my parents at the time because my parents thought oh you know you've just had twins so mm. let's just give you like a bit of a break we'll look after Theo for now that's amazing I know I'm mm. um, doing the school runs mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that but back at home with the twins and their dad there yeah. was just so much going on in terms mm-hmm. of um the relationship being um violence and mm. you know there was a lot of police calls as well so okay, before we even get to you having the twins, did you know um, this is what the man was like. How was your relationship um, from the start until you got pregnant? The relationship was was uh was it was fine. It was mm-hmm. fine. It, it had its complications in the sense that obviously, I then you know a few 
months later I then found out that obviously he was married mm -hmm. so it was still complicated even before the tweens came through yeah so it was it was very much toxic in, yeah in, in, from the very beginning so he wasn't he wasn't honest about he wasn't honest and open about the fact that he was married until later on damn and how did you feel about that because obviously you stayed i was okay i don't want to excuse the fact that i was young but i was what 23 24 oh so when he, when i then found out that he was married mm -hmm. i i was very much in denial because he was still saying oh i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't but eventually yeah. i found out it did drive me crazy because he's going you know i don't want to be with this life woman, and yeah. i want yeah i want to work with you i'll live with you i don't i won't have i won't be going back home i'm just gonna be do you know what i mean so yeah, to okay. me it was like well okay mm -hmm. I was very naive. And then being young, <laughs> being young at that age being as well. Being young, exactly. Was there like any point where he made you feel like there was someone else or you didn't feel you didn't feel that from him? No. He he always made <laughs> you know, the thing about him as well is he always he never made me feel like I, I was he always made me feel like I was enough. I was the one. Yeah. So there was never a time I felt like that. Mm. Mm. Oh wow. And then obviously then you guys had babies. And then we had the twins. Mm -hmm. um, once the twins came, it became worse because, you, you know, we, twins are, you know, they are hard work. And mm -hmm. um, he was never there. He would, uh, you know, do what he's doing. So it was very stressful. So there was lots of fighting. It, it, it then became very violent mm -hmm. you know every time he came home he'd be like where are you yeah and then we'll start fighting or i will do something to say make him jealous because he's not been home so mm -hmm. i'm not gonna so the relationship just turned into he was just we were just fighting constantly fighting all the time and i was constantly ringing the police so it was it was, it was just chaotic oh my lord yeah. so when you would call the police were you calling them because it was hurting you or just trying to um, I would call the police, uh, yeah, when I realized, you know, I'm, mm. I, when I felt unsafe, I would, also, the neighbors, yeah. most of the time would ring the police because they would hear us fighting. It was that so bad. It, it really was bad. It really was bad. So at the time, I didn't realize that when you ring the police, everything's going into the system. Mm, especially when you have yeah, children in exactly, the house as especially well. Especially if you have like, babies in, you know, in the house. So mm. I didn't realize how serious this was. Yeah. This was getting, yeah. Oh my God. That must have been terrifying <laughs> for you. It really was. Mm. So how, how did it get to a point where um, police got involved and then took the kids okay. away from so um we because i the police were always involved and mm -hmm. i think because i think the police then realized that we're going to minute you keep bringing us to come and help mm -hmm. you but you keep going back to the same person you're oh. pointing us to yeah. so i think i don't know how they work but i think they then took it uh to the social workers yeah um so what they do is social workers i think they all come and announced um i think Thing. they came at a time where we were fighting and um that's when the police took the kids the police then came and took the, mm. the kids some were safe um and that was the last time the kids 
and we got back to the house that day. And how old were they when this happened? They were, uh, I'll say, they were about five months. Yeah. That's very, very young. They were very young. They were taken when they were very young. I, I didn't have much time with them. Oh, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to hear that. Mm-hmm. And like, how did that make you feel? Were you breastfeeding or were you? I was breastfeeding when the twins were taken. They, the, even if I, when, even when I told them like, oh, I'm, be, I'm, be, I'm, I'm breastfeeding. So how am I gonna do the day? They just didn't did care. You, they didn't care. Yeah. Oh, so. I guess when it comes to things like that, they are only um. What's the word? Mm. The only thing they're really worried about is the kids. Yeah, they oh, they don't care mm. how you your you as a parent um is coping mm. so when they took the kids i had to go all the way to rhythm shore mm. twice a week from i think from like 8 a.m yeah to go see the kids for an hour so when i get to see the kids the kids would look so dirty you know our black kids you know yeah. if you don't put moisturizer on them they get the they look skin ashy. yeah so the kids had, you know with the, their hair looked horrible mm. they had bogies all around oh. their nose their mouth so i would ask you know please can i wash my kids or please yeah. they would not let us wash the kids i just didn't have a voice anymore as yeah. soon as those kids were taken i just you didn't matter anymore. I, I just didn't matter. And how how was your mental health like during that time? My mental health, I can tell you this. I was the only thing I tend to was the bottle. That's all I was doing because I remember I lost weight from a size eighteen because I was a size eighteen to twenty. Mm. I went down to a size ten to twelve. Yeah. Within the space of how many months? Oh God! In the space of four months. Oh, yeah, that is a lot yeah, of weight to lose. Four months, so all mm. I was doing, so at the time I was never sober, but obviously the social workers were not aware of it. But that that that's how I was coping. Yeah, with the situation. So instead of the situation getting better, it was going it got down. worse. It oh. got worse. Mm-hmm. So I found it very difficult to detach myself from the twins' dad. Mm. because of the whole situation that was going on so because i couldn't detach myself detach myself from from him dad mm. they then said well it's either the kids or, or him or him wow so right now the, the social services wanted me to leave dad mm-hmm. in order for me to to keep the children safe mm. because they were saying that the children were growing up in a toxic environment yeah. that was their main reason it wasn't the fact that i had neglected the kids mm. or the fact that the kids were being hurt or anything it was just the fact that you were I with him a toxic relationship and they didn't want the children to grow up into a toxic environment yeah so that's that that um that's what was frustrating me like you're yeah. taking my kids I've been feeding my kids. They're mm. in good health. You've gone to do all this kinds that you needed to do. Mm. They're fine. They're still well looked after. You just want to remove these kids from me simply because I'm with the dad, which at the time I failed to see. But obviously now that I'm a fully grown woman now, I can yeah. see where they were coming from. Mm. But I wish that they worked with me a lot more to yeah. make me understand what was going on and why mm. I needed to let him go yeah so that's oh. why i didn't understand at the time so you feel like they they failed you basically do, do you feel like you got any help from them i never got any help from them um i remember there was a time i texted the social worker who took the kids and they said 
is there any help that I can get in terms of counseling or yeah. anything? And I, she replied, she has got nothing to do with me. Her concern is just the kids. So it was, oh my God, it was just a horrible time. Yeah, I bet mm. again that response is like... Yeah, they didn't care. Mm. Even when finally the kids went, mm. it was never like, oh, how are you coping? Or, mm. or, you know, how... It, but I did understand that obviously the reason they've taken the kids was to keep them safe. But I didn't think that they went the right way. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't feel yeah. like they went the yeah. right way as well because at the end of the day, if you were the one calling the police, it wasn't him, was it? No, it was, it was you. It was him. It was yeah. Me, but obviously, there were t- there was I think there was one time when he rang the police when I was pregnant, mm-hmm. but it's the, that wasn't even a part of that. But because mm-hmm. I was ringing the police, I I would have expected them to work with me. Yeah, to come in, and protect you. Like, well, your yeah. family is now. We're just gonna remove the kids yeah. from here because now. My, you know, the twins have lost out on being with me. And, yeah. you know, they're being looked after by, mm. you know, by, by... By people that you don't even know. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm thinking in that situation, if you're always ringing them, surely they should have come and taken you and the kids. And, yeah. Not exactly, just the kids. Instead of leaving it all yeah. to me, but... Oh, that's a shame. I'm sorry to hear <sighs> that. Yeah. How did he feel when they took the kids away from you? It really felt like shit. Mm. The, the twin statue mean yeah yeah he, he, he didn't like the situation uh because he was a lot older than me i would have expected him to now that i think about it i would have mm. expected him to handle the situation different and sort of realize like oh you know i was a bit naive i was a bit young and mm-hmm. kind of like um done the right thing at the time but unfortunately that didn't happen mm. but he was he, he was um as hurt as I was as well. Yeah. Yeah. I can't Im- I can't imagine losing two no even one kid. Twins. Two at the Twins same time. For that fact. It, it was it was a horrible time. Yeah. And it's still hard for me to sit here now and, and forgive myself. It's something mm. I think about every day. Yeah. Like I should have protected them. But again, you know, they did need they did not need any protecting from dad or mm. myself yeah i get that it was just the fact that they were growing up watching mom and dad mm. fighting and mm-hmm. dad got being out and about and me doing what i was doing that mm. that was wrong but had they grown up they would have still grown up feeling loved by by you know by both myself parents and, and, and both parents but unfortunately mm. we're in a country where you give birth mm-hmm. whatever you're giving birth to it's it, be, it belongs to queen elizabeth yeah that, that, that's a shame the way mm. yeah so your kids literally belong to the system yeah whether you like it or whether not whether you like it or not <laughs> that's actually so terrifying yeah because kids can also say anything that's, that's another the kids can also say anything and then mm. they get misunderstood yeah and before you know it, at 6 p.m the social service is coming to your house to get the children because your child says something yes do you know how terrifying it, it, that it, is it, it's very it's very terrifying so mm. now i'm thinking to myself if i next time i get into a violent relationship i'm going to be so scared to ring the police and say well i'm getting hurt mm. can you come and help me because the next thing i'm gonna think is oh shit if i say something they're gonna come and remove my child away from mm. me so oh wow that yeah. oh that doesn't sound <laughs> nice at all no. you said um your your first child was with your parents mm. so when all this was happening um were your parents aware 
like did they know what was going on with you when um when the kids were taken the, the night that the, the kids were taken away mm. from me mm. the police and the social services did ask where my first child was yeah and they said oh my first child is safe he's with my parents yeah so the next thing they said was well we don't care we are going to get him too so what? it was about i think it was about 9 p.m they yeah. drove with the police cars with social workers and then went and then they just took him bless him he was two at the time and they yeah. took him they put him in a police car at 9 p.m 9 p.m Thank and then he slept at the hospital in, in not Manchester, you know, the children mm-hmm. ward. And um That is traumatic. Yeah. Thankfully his dad was there and mm. um they managed to get a hold of him and his dad just went and picked him up. But you can you know, his dad told me that, you know, he hadn't been washed, he, yeah, they were not really looking after him. Mm. So it's really sad that what I'm glad that he, my children, went through this situation while they were so young yeah. to not remember it now mm. that they've grown up because it would have been really traumatizing for them. Yeah, true. But um, it, it's obviously all done to me now, thinking mm. about the whole situation and working my hardest to try and forgive myself. But, yeah, I think um, that's like the most important yeah, thing because yeah. you're just going to carry that shame for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to do that to yourself. No, no. Mm. I'm getting to a point where I know that this has happened. Mm. I still blame myself. I wish I had done something different. Mm. Um, but I can't keep persecuting myself and saying, oh, no. you know, it, it, it's happened. Mm. And in order for my children to... to, to I, I also want my children to grow up and not see the woman they, you know, they're being told I was. Yeah, because yeah. you're a different woman yeah, today. Yeah, totally different. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever speak to um, the father of your first son? Like, obviously, when this was happening, like, did you guys have a conversation about Absolutely, what you were experiencing? Yeah. We had, yeah. He, the, the good thing is we do, we do get along with yeah. my, uh, my first husband. So we did talk about it. He, we, we will ask questions. Mm. Um, he's lived with my first son now for he's he's now his main guardian his his main parent now so mm. <clears throat> he, the good thing is he is very supportive when it comes to the whole situation he makes sure that he lets you know that your mom is there your mom is around mm-hmm. and he he does help as well with the relationship to make sure that me and Theo still mm. continue to maintain a good relationship yeah. despite what's happened that's amazing so it's really good yeah what about Theo? Do you feel like um he's asked his dad questions or has he asked you any questions Theo. about why well, you're not living together? Me, uh, Theo, mm-hmm. he has started asking me questions. I do answer him mm. um slowly, but he hasn't started going into the deep thing like with yeah. my brothers and sisters, where yeah. are they? So we get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like when he finally does ask, do you feel like you're gonna be ready to have that conversation with yeah, him? I yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah, that's I good. Am. Yeah. I think I'm in the right space now. I wasn't in the right space because when I went through I went through, like I said, I went to the ball. Yeah. So I wasn't exactly sober for, I'm talking from the year 2014 up until, say, the year 2017. I just yes. wasn't myself. So basically, I wasn't sober from morning to night. So any events that happened into my life from the yeah. time from 2014 to 2017... Yeah. I just wasn't myself. 
I couldn't go a minute without any sort of alcohol. I, yeah. I just yeah. So now because so I'm you were t- borderline an alcoholic. Oh um, yeah, I was an alcoholic. I didn't go for help. Mm. I was an alcoholic. I was. I I got to a point where I I didn't. I, I sorry. I didn't want to be sober. I mm. had to either have something. I I I remember I moved back into my parents' house and my yeah. mom was on painkillers. Yeah. Um, tramadol. Mm. To be precise, and I would drink six at a time, six tramadols at a time, what? three times a day. How I survived, I don't know. So every time I went to contact to see the kids, I would have the tablets in me because I'm trying to suppress that feeling of thinking, why me? Yeah. Why this? Mm. Why this? So I, I became addicted. I remember going to the GP. He would give me um, metazapines and I would finish them within the day because they give you a certain amount, don't they? Then I'd go to the what doctors. are those? Metazapines, the antidepressants. Okay. So I'd go because they put me to bed when they. Okay. Drink out, so oh, I didn't know I that. Would, I would go back to the doctors and I would say, "Well, I've lost them, or the, someone has stolen it," and then they'll give me more and more until they realize that, that you it's are not addicted. A pattern. Yeah. So you, um, what I'm trying to say is, it, it, it I had to I be, I started to suppress that pain yeah with all these things. If I couldn't find alcohol, if I didn't have money for alcohol, I'd either go in my mom's bag mm. and get that money to go get a bottle only because I'm trying to suppress all those things. So that didn't make it any better. Yeah. Yeah. How long did your could your mom tell that you were Yeah. You, my mom ended up going to the GP to say, please when she comes and us or when she comes to say she's in pain, she's really not. Mm-hmm. She's just addicted to pills. My parents had to go to the GP to say. So you can imagine what I've, what I've been through and mm-hmm. what the whole situation turned me into. I was mm-hmm. a total. If you if someone comes to me now and go, oh Christopher, in two thousand fifteen you did that you to did me. That, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I don't even remember doing that mm-hmm. because I just wasn't myself. Any oh, conversation man. that I had with you was mm-hmm. not me. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry to hear that. Mm. Like, how how long were your your twins um in the system? The like the twins were taken when they were about, should we say, five months or four four five months. Mm. They then went into the they they were then looked after by foster carer for mm. that amount of time. For how long? Until they went, I'd say for almost a year now, a year. Oh, wow. Yeah, so for that year, when we would still go back, mm. go back and every, twice a week. Mm. To, so I would travel from, like, Salford to Southern Shore by bus. So I'd get two buses. Mm. Um, and then during that time, you were you were not with it. You I went... was not with it. I, listen, Tanji, during that time, I would have, you know, those little bottles of vodka? Yeah. I would have those in contact in my bag. And so as soon as I leave the kids, yeah. I'll just literally put one in as soon as I come out of the contact oh centre. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'll go there sober. Mm. As soon as I come out, put it in. So they used to give us money for travel. Yeah. Like, I think £10 every time we go. Mm. That money, I would use it straight away, come out straight into the off-license, get me maybe a full bottle of vodka. And you would just and down that's it. that's all I would drink. I would not eat. That's all I would drink. <gasps> The fact that you're even here to talk about <laughs> this, I honestly. Myself, I said, oh my god, yeah. how did I, how 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 did I ever survive? I honestly. I don't know, and I think that that that's that, you know that's what keep, gives me the strength to 
to keep going because mm-hmm. there, are pe- there, there are people that have been in my situation and died. Yeah. You know, I would go to codeine, tramadol, mm. I'll drink codeines, maybe even 20 at a time, but I'll wake up fine. But just to feel that, to, just to suppress the yeah. feeling that I've had here. So, you know, with time, mm. I got better. I met someone who put mm. some sense into my head. Mm. And here I am. Hey, but thank God for that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know Um, you said your twins are now six. Yeah. And you said they were in the system for a year. So that would have made them a year and five months. Mm-hmm. What happened to them after that? Did they try to... Okay, like, how does um, the whole um, the, thing the, work? The, the main reason... Well, when they went into care, they were meant to go into... They were supposed to go into adoption. Mm-hmm. That was the main aim. Um, so the Can social you workers, like, you're not getting them back. Straight to you adoption. Them to adoption. They even already had a family ready for them. Excuse me. <laughs> what? They had a family ready for them in, um, uh, what is it? In, in, they, they'll say in court. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, your honor, we've already got um, a family who's uh, cultured, ready, and they're ready to, to take these kids. And all this time, they're not giving you any support? Uh, no support, none whatsoever. Not even to ask, like, how are you coping with the whole situation? Or From getting two babies taken away from you, and no one mm. is asking you how you mm. are. So when they took them, where was I? Where, where, what was I just saying? Um, yeah. You said they had a family ready for yeah, them. Yeah, they had a family. So obviously, my I, I had, of course, I, I come from a very big family. Yeah. My sister came through, my bigger sister came through and was mm. like, well, you know, instead of taking these kids into adoption, yeah. why don't we just keep them in the family? Yeah. So thankfully, they accepted it. Mm-hmm. Um, so my sister has now moved to Zimbabwe. Uh, she got a job in Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. and um, that's where she's currently residing with the twins. So, uh, when your sister got them, how long did they stay in the UK? Not more than not more than a month. Oh. As soon as it was approved, mm-hmm. pff, they were then, ready to then. go. The home office. So within within a week, the twins already had their British passports. They were already, they were ready. ready to be shipped yeah. away. Oh they my already God. had the thing shipped away. We they already gave us money to go to the Zimbabwean embassy. They didn't waste time. They do you know they this sounds like waste... they just wanted to take these yeah. kids away oh from my you. God. They did not waste time. They did not waste time. <gasps> because the thing is, while she goes through this, they'll say to you, "Oh, you know, we need you to do some parent, par, uh, parental courses. Mm-hmm. You know, so we see. You know, this might work. The improvement. Yeah. Might get them back. Bullshit. They're just lying. No. They, they, did they, they offer any counseling, any therapy for no, you? No, they did not offer me any counseling. They all they said was, "Oh, we can offer you a parenting course or a de domestic violence course or whatever." And what are you supposed to do Which, with that? What? What? what How is that going to help me? What, mm. What's What's a parenting course going to do? I was a good mom. I wasn't a bad parent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they did. That you know. I even I remember emailing my social worker and saying, "Look, I I need help. You mm. know, I'm going crazy here. Yeah, nothing, not no support, not whatsoever." Oh, that sounds so unfair. Yeah. So like when I see couples fighting out there, like being mm. fighting or getting the police involved, I mm. think to myself, Yo, "Don't do it. Be careful. Mm. You might think it's all fun and games doing this, calling mm. the police on each other and whatever. Not you know, not being able to." sort it out yourselves mm. but the social services are literally like vouchers waiting for your kids especially when they're like under five yeah 
from Dang, from what you're I saying. Yeah, it's like you have to be careful. What? Uh, the system will take your kids, and they will take them. I remember there was a woman whose children were taken. They were, they were trying to take the kids, and then she took those kids to Nigeria, so they won't remove this, the, mm-hmm. those children. And I remember they went to Nigeria. They and were, they found yes, her. Yes. Until they found out that the kids were not born in the UK. Yeah. That's when they left the kids. But if they were born in the UK, <gasps> they belong to Queen Elizabeth. So you, you, you just... It, it, it's just ridiculous. And you know, it's such a shame though as well that there's no one we can talk to. Mm. There are no support groups for mothers that are going through this. Yeah, There is definitely someone out there who is involved with social services. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only one who went through these social services and I'm definitely not the last one. Yeah, But what I would have appreciated was to speak to someone who was going through the same thing that I went through. Mm. Or someone who's been through what I've been yeah. through. Maybe that would have helped me. Yeah. But I went through it all On by myself. Yeah, I think that's the like the most... Of, of, of the twin. That's the most so painful he, part. Yeah, it was, it was really hard. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear really that. It was really hard. Have you tried to get any help, like, um, after that? Like, do you see a therapist? A counselor? I tried to go to CBT. Okay, what's that? Uh, it's... Ah, uh, something, something therapy. Cognitive, Cognitive yeah, behavioral the therapy. Okay. <laughs> but I found that it was bullshit. I found that it was bullshit. I'm sorry. I found that it was bullshit. Was it something that was recommended today. for you? No, no, no. It's something mm. that I felt I needed at the time. I felt, well, I need someone to talk to. Mm. I couldn't speak to anyone yeah. because I felt as though everyone was judging me. Be it my parents, be it my mm. family. I felt like everyone was just looking down at me. Mm. And besides, everyone around me started looking down on me yeah. <laughs> so i i i i did you know i i didn't so cbt it just didn't help me so um i always tell people now that it's when you're ready to get the the, the help when you're ready yourself to change mm-hmm. a, a therapist would never help me yeah. a counselor would never help me or any other or rehab wouldn't have helped me anyway yeah it's when you're ready when you're to ready go, right, i'm done with this alcohol or i'm yeah. done with this life then then. You are ready because it took me what from 2013 to 2017 for me to That's realize like that I didn't need alcohol four years. or for me to realize that I didn't need medication yeah. um, to, 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 cope. To, to cope. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So it, it's all down to you when, when you're ready to go mm. in. When you're not ready to do it, then you're never going to be ready no matter how much help you get. Yeah. Yeah. You know when your kids went to Zim, was your sister aware that you were drinking? No. And using so no, no one knew. No, no one, no one was aware mm. except for the twins' dad. Yeah. The twins' dad. As much as all this bullshit happened, as much as our Between relationship was toxic, mm. as much as our relationship was filled with so much domestic violence, mm. he would be the one to sit here and tell you mm. that he witnessed it all. Yeah. Uh, with the twins' dad. It got to a point where I was drinking. Mm. I couldn't work. He had to work in order for me to have a roof under my head. Yeah. So he had to work. So when he came back from work, mm-hmm. the the bed I was sleeping in mm-hmm. would have had wee all over oh, it. So I started bed. weeing mm-hmm. myself. I started drinking. <sighs> no, I'm so sorry. <clears throat> 
to go foundational. I'm cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I started drinking. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, so he'd get to a point where, because he was working in a care setting. Yeah. He would get me some, um, I think he would ask a friend to get him some adult, um, adult nappies. Yeah. I'm not supposed to call them nappies, but adult <laughs> nappies. So mm. he would come, say like he would come home at like 3 a.m. to see how I am. Yeah. And I would have passed out drunk. And then he would change. Mm. He'd put on that nappy. Yeah. In the morning, you'd come, take it off. Um, yeah. So he 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 was the only person. I mean, I guess maybe that's the only thing that kept me um still being attached to him because he, he he was the only person who saw me being that person yeah yeah and he still looked after you yeah he still despite the the, the whole shit that was happening mm. he did look after me he did he, he never left me to you know he'd make sure that obviously he would never leave me in in, in a soiled bed or yeah. um, not a soiled bed in a wet bed i would never saw it i never myself but i always leave yeah myself it got to that point because all i could put on was alcohol alcohol yeah. alcohol, alcohol it was really bad that i would my sweat mm. became alcohol it just was I became alcohol. so skinny that people were like oh are you mm. a crackhead or something i mean you know how some bubbles can be a bit bad. yeah so oh, are you doing drugs and to think i wasn't mm. even taking drugs it was just Alcohol and, and painkillers. Alcohol, painkillers. Yeah. Pain so no one knew. My parents knew, obviously, it was the painkillers because my mom would notice I've got some medication missing. Yeah. So she knew that was me. So my mom and dad ended up buying a locker box to lock all the medication they could find in the house because mm. they knew Christopher would come and get it. Yeah. So yeah, it was that bad. Oh my god, I'm so sorry mm-hmm. to hear that. It was that bad. Um, like, do you know why um your relationship got violent? Uh, it got violent because um. It got to a point where. Every time I knew that he'd gone back to his wife, mm. I would go out and do what I'm doing with other men. Okay. So that would. Um, trigger everyone trigger him and <laughs> then would start fighting yeah so that that was where it was okay and like that's how where the to- toxicity toxicity whatever you call it came from do you feel like if he had stayed home with you and the twins do you feel like you guys would have never fought yes mm. if everything was normal from the beginning if, yeah if he genuinely was about oh i'm i'm not I'm genuinely separated from my wife. Yeah. And I'm now a very single man. Mm-hmm. It would have worked. Okay. Yeah. So there was definitely jealousy it was in that jealousy. relationship. It was jealousy. Yeah. I think Lack the of main trust one, as well. Lack of trust. Yeah. 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 And stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, sometimes yeah. there's married <laughs> men be selling us streams. <laughs> I was so the dream. I was so the dream. But hey, you live in your land. Yeah, so, you live in yeah. your land. And, and you know what? And I learned a lot. And this whole situation has made me realize a lot. Mm-hmm. I've grown. I, 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 you know, I can sit there. I can sit down now and tell my little sisters that, you know, this is not the way to go. Mm-hmm. I can... If you end up with the wrong man, my, like, yeah, exactly. messes so, up your everything. It's such a shame that... Mm. I 
have lost the chance of becoming a mother. I still do mm. want to become a mum again. I still yeah. want God to give me that chance again. Yeah. Um, I know I will get that chance again. Yeah. But it's such a shame that my children never got the chance to have the love and the care that they mm. deserved from their mother. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's such a shame that I can't look after my children the way that I want. That you want that to. I wanted them. Yeah. You know, sometimes I look at my kids and I'll see maybe what, say, what my first son or my twins are wearing. And I'll be like, oh, I don't like that. I would have yeah. worn this outfit. I would have... In a different way. In a different <laughs> way. Yeah. Oh, you know, and I can't have a say. I haven't got a voice on my children anymore mm. i don't know what to do do i go to court do mm. i shout on top of the world that i want them back now mm. what do i do who do i talk to do i go back to the system to say well it's been over five years now mm. i'm like, a different person now mm. do i not get my kids back no and the fact you know that they I mean? don't even check up on you to see how, how you are doing yeah. that's and, where my problem is they don't really give a shit that mm. my children are still they are still going to grow up with mommy issues yeah they still will because no one will ever love your children no one not the <clears> same way that you would have loved not them not the same way you will mm. so it, it, it's 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 a shame and i don't think it's something i'll ever forgive myself for You need to try and forgive yourself so that you will know how to go about it. Yeah. Um but you know, I'm I'm stronger now. I can mm. I can I've 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 moved on from like blaming myself a lot a lot more. Mm-hmm. And um my relationship with my nine year old is really brilliant now. Like mm. we speak every day. We're good. But I wish I was there from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's a shame. Is is that that how you know you can't obviously change what's already happened? Yeah. But what you can do, you can work towards absolutely something you know what? That, that's greater. Exactly what I'm doing. I'm like, yeah. At the time these kids are twenty, I want them to grow up and go. Huh. Hmm. You know, this is my mom. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. So. It's not something that puts me down. You yeah. know, I've forgotten about it. Mm. But it's 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 a wound. Yeah. That is that is never gonna heal. It definitely yeah. is a yeah. painful yeah. wound because you didn't just lose one child, you lost three. three. I know. So yeah. Have you got, have you got um a relationship with the with the kids in the same? Uh they know me. Um mm. They don't know that I'm their mum. So on that one, no, I haven't got a relationship with them right now. Have you ever visited them? No. Is it because you're not allowed to or? I don't know. Mm. I don't know why I'm allowed with the twins. Mm. In, 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 in terms of the twins, I don't know. But in terms of my first son, Theo. You know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. With the twins, oof. Yeah, that's it. That's all I can say. I will. I don't know. Maybe when they are fully grown up, maybe fully when they're free enough to look for me, and mm. when they're free enough to um to ask questions, and we cannot when I can have a conversation with them, mm. if they are willing to, or if 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 they're ready to, then yeah. But for now, it's a mm. yeah. 
It's a sore subject for you. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm going to cut this short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say thank you very much You're for coming and welcome. sharing your story. You're most welcome. Thank you Because for I, feel like there's, I feel like there's a stigma around parents yeah. that lose their children. No, you know as well what it is as well. Not a lot of people have speak about this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would really very much want to have speak to someone who's going through the same thing if anyone out there is going through the same thing if anyone wants that out there sorry wants a rock or wants Mm -hmm. someone to speak to i am more than welcome to to speak with them or to give them a shoulder to cry on yeah if you are going through this you you definitely need people around you yeah definitely especially people that can understand absolutely and share the same pain as you but um, guys, like you heard, if mm. anyone is experiencing the same thing, Christabel is more than open yep. to talk to you and mm. offer um, as much support, support as she yeah, can. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening in. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>